Hey everybody, Jim Minnery here with I'm Glad You Said That. On Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022, the day after 2-2-2-2-2 on a Tuesday, which was yesterday. Uh, anyway, um, I am glad that you're joining the show today. I wish I could tell you exactly who I had on the show. This is the first time we've ever done a show where I have to have someone anonymous on uh, and I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, but you're listening to, I'm glad you said that, on either a podcast or KVNT or KATB. Uh, and we are a, a ministry of Alaska Family Council. If you haven't been to Alaska Family Council, please do so, akfamily.org. And uh, we'll get you apprised of all sorts of different things in terms of the legislative session and stuff that we have going on, including Dennis Prager, who we're bringing up uh, in May. Uh, it's nearly sold out, but, uh, there's still a few tables left. It's going to be at the hotel captain cook on May 21st, which is a Saturday. Uh, we do want to thank our sponsors over at, uh, Rieger physical therapy. That's R E G E R P T.com Cortland and his team of exceptional craftsmen in the physical therapy arena, um, are, uh, are, something that you should avail yourself of because they are very good at their craft. They're uh, very closely aligned with what we do. And uh, as we'll talk about here in a minute, um, that's becoming more and more rare in terms of our ability to uh, um, to actually have a voice. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a second. I mean, I'm just sitting here uh, having my – it's not morning, but I, every morning, but I try to have – uh, a couple days a week, uh, a tablespoon of chia seeds and a tablespoon of flax seed and put that some instant hot water in there and mix that all up. It sounds weird, but I've been told it is an absolute uh, pipe cleaner in uh, in terms of getting your, your blood flowing. I have high blood pressure and I've been told that that's a, a good habit. So enjoying that now, looking out at the little uh, overcast skies, although this morning, if you're in South Central Alaska and you happen to have a view of the Chugach Mountains, it was unbelievable, uh, truly a painting. Um, and then it just ended. It was kind of like, you know, these beautiful swirls of orange and pink across the white sky, and then it just kind of ended. But uh, what a moment! I was able to actually connect with my wife, and and we had a, um, you know, an opportunity to say God is good. And there's a lot going on that a lot of people would say, uh, what is going on? God is always good regardless of what's going on. But what is going on? I actually just got off a, a teleconference um, uh, with a young Canadian guy who we're doing some work with uh, about you know ways that we have to shift our mindset, not just our mindset, but our resources and um, our time in terms of social media, banking, insurance, all that stuff, because the, you know, what happened in Canada, what's happening in Canada, which is, you know, they get, they're getting uh, banked, uh, debanked, meaning, uh, in fact, one of the examples this young man said uh, in British Columbia, um, you know, which is a couple thousand miles away from Ottawa, you know, truckers had uh, come through and they gave him 50 bucks or 25 bucks or something. The... The Trudeau, um, um, you know, the Trudeau administration 
has taken upon themselves to go across the country uh, and uh, interview and talk with individuals who had given any amount of money to these uh, these truckers uh, to say, you know what, um, what were your intentions? What were you trying to do in giving these truckers money to come and, and uh, protest? And, of course, that's what their intention was, is to give money so that they can get to Ottawa, put gas in their tanks, and, and tell them that we don't want to have to have the COVID vaccine uh, mandated on us as truckers. You know, one of the things he also said was that you don't even have to get out of the truck, or you can't get out of the truck, rather. When you're a, uh, a Canadian truck driver, you stay in your cab, and, the, uh, and you pull up to whatever the station is, um, or the business, and they unload, um, either take the, the full, um, you know, the full unit off of your truck, the Connex, um, or you, uh, or they unload it, but they're never in contact with these truckers. And yet Trudeau, in all of his madness, is mandating that these individuals take this, take this experimental um, jab and those individuals across the country who supported that are being debanked, meaning they can no longer have a banking account. It's insane to actually, it's surreal if it wasn't uh, scary. Um, I mean, I guess it's surreal and scary. Uh, so what the, the, the conversation that we had today about with others in the movement, the Family Policy Council movement, which is would typically be considered, you know, um, you know, politically incorrect to say the least. Issues regarding life and religious liberty and opposition to government mandated experimental jabs. Uh, you know, we are now in a, pos- a position where we have to. Um, own our data, meaning one of the things that we, uh, one of the primary ways that we get our message across outside of the radio station and podcast here is through email, is through Twitter, is through Facebook. Uh, and that's been very effective over the years. In fact, Facebook, one of the algorithm, their algorithms that they put together to identify like-minded individuals target them and get a specific message to them is actually very good in terms of, you know, giving people the ability to speak to their audience. It's, it's, we're involved, we, we are uh, on the platform of nation builder and that's a platform that we use to send out emails. If you sign up uh, for one of our alerts at akfamily.org, uh, we'll then put you in this uh, database of managed by Nation Builder, and they and their their sole purpose is to help individuals and and organizations like Alaska Family Council build nations. And one of the the guy that that, that started the whole uh, Nation Builder movement or this Nation Builder uh, company, a uh, young guy, I can't remember his name, but he passed away. He had gotten sick right after he formed the organization, and I think he died in his early thirties. But his goal and dream and what he articulated from the very beginning was that I could care less if I agree or disagree with these people that are starting nations on, on this platform. I just want them to have the ability to utilize technology to build relationships and build community. 
And so we actually were targeted at one point by a vendor outside of Nation Builder that we were working with that said they didn't want to do business with us. And, you know, in the end, I guess people have that right. They have the ability to say, no, I don't want to do business. And we've actually supported that when it comes to um, cake, you know, bakers and florists and, and that uh, that industry, the whole wedding industry, to say no, we we don't have that. We we don't uh, want to um, provide this service, and okay, that's fine. Then you go to somewhere else. But when you have bought on to a product, whether it's banking or insurance or whatever, um, you're getting uh, canceled on a, a, a an amazing level right now. And that's one of the reasons why this individual who's going to talk about uh, I don't even I guess I haven't even talked about that. I'm, I'm uh, thirty seconds out now, but but stick around. I can't tell. You, uh, her name, but I can tell you that she's very concerned and interested here in Anchorage regarding the mandates. And she's put together a Facebook site. She's put together, a, or she has a phone number, her group, um, but she wants to re- remain anonymous so she can actually not get doxxed and not get canceled. And she has a business and she doesn't want to be, uh, you know, uh, canceled. So anyway, stick around. We'll be right back and we'll talk about what she's doing locally here regarding these mandates. You're on. I'm glad you said that. We'll be right back. with I'm glad you said that. Thanks so much for tuning in either on podcast or on KVNT or KATB. We just thank our sponsors over at Rieger Physical Therapy. Go to RiegerPT.com and avail yourselves of the services over there. Uh, Cortland and his crew are very strong allies and uh, are ex- exceptional craftsmen. So um, if you got your uh, your needs for physical therapy, go ahead and go to, uh, to RiegerPT.com. I'm very happy to have um, someone on the line today. We're going to remain anonymous today. It's kind of a first for us, but because it's, it's kind of the nature of uh, where we're at in today's uh, volatile, explosive world where sometimes it gets so heated that you want to remain anonymous. But it's, it's a, a resident of the state of Alaska that is uh, now starting a project to be able to um, – uh, actually sue Anchorage school board members um, regarding this uh, mask mandate that has divided our community so much. And I'm really glad to have you on the show today. If you could just kind of give folks an idea of not necessarily who you are, obviously, but what what um, what specifically it is that you're trying to empower people with. Hey, thank you so much for this time. I really, really appreciate it. So, yeah, just we're trying to get the word out. Um, parents uh, to just the community uh, regarding um, right now in 2022, it's these uh, mask mandates. And what our goal is to, you know, educate as many parents as we can. Um, Basically, what we're just asking for is uh, mask choice, you know. So we're not saying that people can't wear masks. If they want to wear them, that's fine. Um, but the 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 amount of um, alleged bullying that's going on in the classroom, these parents, these stories have just been heart wrenching, um, and it's difficult because every you have to say everything is reported or allegedly because there's um, children, you know, they're six and seven years old, trying to explain to their parents um, what's going on in the classroom. Um, not every teacher. Uh, but definitely there's a lot of 
bullying that's going on, um, not only over um, masks, but also um, the uh, experimental uh, in- inoculations uh, uh, with the mRNA biological agents. So, so right now the focus is masks, but there's a bigger umbrella of just the, the whole concept of government overreach and having you know, government entities um, telling us what to do with our bodies. And in, in the Ninth Circuit Court in 2012 determined that the Anchorage School Board members do not have qualified immunity. Now, that's just the school board. Um, they are elected officials, but they do not have qualified immunity. As of 2012, um, the Ninth Circuit Court determined that. So, so basically what that means, if the Anchorage School Board does not have qualified immunity, then they can be personally sued if they are aware of harm or even potential harm. So uh, I testified last September, making them aware of this harm. Um, and then that testimony along with the abstract, the abstract came from Dr. Shiva Ayaduri, who goes into the science behind prolonged mask wearing and what that does biochemically. So this is basically a biochemistry issue and what happens under a mask. So I made them aware of that last September and then sent them certified letters um, to their uh, to their work. And um, then I, the certified mail system, excuse me, and then I received the receipt. But none of them signed that, and I thought that was really interesting. It was only apparently a secretary at ASD that signed that certified letter. So I never really knew that they got the the evidence that masks can create harm or potential harm. So then I proceeded to um, look up their publicly listed home addresses um, through a government website, and then um, I sent that to their home, uh, the same letter with the abstract from Dr. Shiva Ayaduri to make them aware of harm. So that I did get personal signatures back when it went to their home. Um, so that's uh, so they they've been very aware um, of the harm and the potential harm. The study that was given to them was only for adults. So honestly, we don't know what it does to the children's um, microbiome. So you know, the mouth is the gateway to the um, gut microbiome. Everyone's probably heard of that, you know, good bacteria and bad bacteria. Partly what happens, partly what happens when you're in prolonged mask wearing, there's a buildup of CO2 under that mask. So CO2 by nature is acidic. And there's three particular bacteria. I can't remember the Latin name for those bacteria, but there's three quote-unquote bad bacteria that uh, upregulate in an acidic environment. So then you get these uh, more acid, and then you get more bad bacteria, more acid. So it's this kind of positive feedback loop for this um, bad bacteria to thrive. And then that, you know, the mouth oral uh, microbiome directly connects to the um, gut microbiome, and 80% of our immune system is in the gut. So... Um, to just say that it doesn't have an effect, I, I think it's worth dialogue, and, and that's what this is all about. Well, I mean, you know, one of the things that I uh, became aware of, and, and it was just recently, obviously, you and I were talking about it, but the, the press, the, the Anchorage Press is really good at trying to, um, 
you know, advocate their position. It's usually opposite exactly of what we um, advocate for at Alaska Family Council. But they, they put the, the an ad or the letter that you had up there that said uh, – the, the group had up there that says Anchorage School Board members are being personally sued over masking children. Has your child suffered from any of the following conditions And since the mask mandate? And it lists all the different things from asthma to breathing issues, dizziness, even increased acne, constipation, everything. Um, and it sounds like – so in the end, are you wanting to get enough individuals to join the lawsuit so that that you can take individual members of the school board? And we're talking about the Anchorage School Board, right? Because there is also a state school board association, at least. Um, but so are you are you limiting this to the the um, the Anchorage School Board, or have you expanded it across the state? Uh, what we're focusing on are those. Uh school board members that voted uh, for the mask mandate. There was one school board member that has common sense, and he did not vote. So we're focusing on the other six. So, yeah. Okay. Well, and the thing is, is that once the suit gets in place, because I see these suits that are taking a place across the country, and they obviously have different angles. And one of this, um, this is from Los Angeles, I think. I can't remember if it's uh, you know, KTLA. Well, this is back in in August of 2021, but it says the rancorous debate over whether returning students should wear masks in the classroom has moved from school boards to courtrooms. At least 14 states, and I'm sure the number is higher now. Uh, in at least 14 states, lawsuits have been filed either for or against mass in schools. In some cases, normally rule-enforcing school administrators are finding themselves fighting state leaders. What are you hearing from the legislature, if anything, about support for this? Because I do know that in some cases, I think in Florida um, and, and probably uh, Texas, if I'm not mistaken, there have been um, laws that have passed that prevent school districts from mandating these um, mandates. What 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 does the current legislature uh, in Alaska here have to say about all this? You know, um, the the legislative side of things, I'm not quite sure. But what we are trying to do is to get um, because these stories of and again they're reported um, from the children to the parents and the parents reporting to us. Um, it's just heart-wrenching what's going on, the bullying that's going on with some teachers. Um, I won't I won't name the schools, but, you know, for instance, um, there was, okay, there was a young girl, and again, this is reported uh, to her. She reported to her mom. She was um, trying to eat at lunch, and at this particular school, it was take a bite, put on the mask, take a bite, put on the mask, you know, like this drill oh. sergeant, and so... She, this seven-year-old girl trying to put on her mask, she got taco sauce all over the inside of her mask. It's disgusting. She takes it, she takes it off, walks over to get a fresh one, just getting yelled at, put on that mask to get a fresh one. You know, it's like, this is not healthy. This is, I don't want to say child abuse, but this is psychological abuse. So that's one story. Another reported story was a a parent told their child that the teacher asked the class, raise your hand if you've been vaccinated. That's an oh. egregious violation of that child's medical rights. So yeah. this this needs to be so what we're trying to do is to push 
some kind of legislative body because these children need to be heard. And in the state of Alaska, a parent can be the voice for their child. So these parents that want to testify, um, their voices need to be heard. So that's where we're trying to push because this needs to come in front of the State Board of Education. The intimidating, the bullying, the egregious violations of our antecedent, unalienable, God-given rights every single day, this has to stop. Well, how... um... Uh, I'm guessing that you're getting folks fired up over this. I mean, the, the, the way that we normally do it is to say, well, here's the website, here's the um, the individual. We're, we're remaining anonymous because there have been all sorts of different um, nefarious um, acts of either threats or whatever that, that we need to keep you uh, anonymous now. But you do have a, 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 a Facebook um, site. It's Learn, Play, Breathe. Is that correct? Yeah, we've created a, a Facebook page to at Learn, Play, Breathe, and that's where you can um, just, it's not so much of a conversational piece, um, it's just more information. And then if there's any parent that um, wants to be involved, that wants to help, um, to have them call, and I'll give a, I'll give the phone number twice. Um, okay, that phone on number second. is. Sorry, sorry. Okay. I, I got to take my quick, quick break real fast. I ran along real fast because yep. I was fascinated with what you're saying. We'll be right back, folks, here on I'm Glad You Said That. Welcome back. Jim Minnery with I'm Glad You Said That here on KVNT and KATB as well as. Anywhere you get your podcasts, um, and we try to upload those within a couple days um, after each show, so you should be able to go and, and get access to all the, the, the past podcasts. But we're speaking with a representative, um, uh, not legislative representative, but an individual citizen representative uh, that has said enough is enough and is now uh, encouraging parents to stand up to the school board, particularly in Anchorage, uh, and say, you know what, uh, children have rights uh, to not have to be intimidated and forced into wearing these masks that have gone, um, you know, on a roller coaster ride since the very beginning. It's it's just almost comical to see how often the whole masks have been lifted up and then uh, and then torn right back down. And even our own. Uh, Dr. Zink, uh, from the very beginning, you know, said it, it, it wasn't at all a good idea, and then it all of a sudden became a good idea. Um, and so we were just talking about how folks can be involved in helping you uh, hold these school boards accountable that are mandating kids um, as young as five years old, probably even younger. I'm sure at preschool the same thing is happening. But um, So how can people get involved? Um, yeah, thank you. So they can go to our website, um, excuse me, no, Facebook page. Uh, we created a group of us parents created. It's called Learn, Play, Breathe. It's pretty simple because all these kids want to do is they just want to learn and they just want to play and they just want to be able to breathe. And if they want to wear a mask, that is perfectly fine with us. We don't have a problem at all. It's this government overreach of them mandating these medical devices to be put on us or in us um, that we have a problem with. And uh, so they can go to learn, 
Play Breathe on Facebook. And then if um, another direct method is if there's a parent that does have a child um, with any um, of the symptoms that are listed on Learn, Play, Breathe on the Facebook page, or you may have seen the flyer, really any symptoms since these um, mask mandates, that they can call the number, and I'll give the number twice, 907 691 6928. So again, 907-691-6928. Go ahead and just call that number and uh, one of us will um, be able to help you. We'll give you a call and help you get started um, because this is, um, as you know, litigation is just, it's not something that you do overnight. <laughs> it's going to take some time. So we're in this for the long uh, fight, uh, legally speaking. And um, we're not going away. Well, and you shouldn't because it's really stunning to see how quickly people have acquiesced or to capitulated um, to power that uh, that people don't really have. School board members do not have the ability to mandate um, uh, masks. I, I believe that's, that, that is an obvious, although it's interesting when you start to look into the you know, the legal side of it, um, you know, like I mentioned, there the, the number of states that have already started filing lawsuits in Massachusetts, we know that there's six lawsuits have been filed challenging their statewide mask mandate in Tennessee. A group of parents sued the Williamson County School Board of Education um, in Pennsylvania. There's several law, uh, lawsuits. Um, you know, one of the interesting things that I saw in Pennsylvania was the, the Pennsylvania Attorney General, Josh Shapiro, um, uh, said that the mask requirement was, quote, designed to preserve in-person education and protect students and teachers in the midst of a global pandemic, unquote, and then accused the parents of asking the court to, quote, ignore a real and substantial public health risk so they could parent in whatever manner they see fit, unquote. And so the attorney general is basically aghast that parents would actually want to parent in a manner that they see fit for their own kids. Um, and, you know, the, the science, I think, is there's no doubt that it's unclear at best um, and actually opposite of what uh, the CDC and others have claimed for so long in that, you know, you talk about the, the physiological harm is there any sense from your group about some of the psychological harm as well? Um, we talked, you know, about kids getting yelled at and, you know, told to expose whether or not they've been vaccinated, that kind of thing, which is abuse, I would say, at, at some level. And but uh, what about just the whole concept of uh, of, um, you know, not understanding how to process emotions and and uh, facial expressions? Um, wasn't there a study, I just tried to find it in between the break, wasn't there a study that was pulled down off the web prior to COVID that said how critically important it was for kids at, at young ages to be able to process that information? And that is gone, has been gone for the most part. Is that a part of this uh, lawsuit and effort that you guys are undertaking, or is it just a physical um, part of it? No. So for for wellness, you know, for the human species for people, we need to have not only physical wellness, we need to have emotional, mental, and spiritual wellness. So a lot of these kids, one of the parents talked about, she volunteered in the school 
for Valentine's Day, and she just said it was this lifeless, emotionless, depressing, the most depressing party she'd ever been to. These kids are just really getting defeated. And um, it would be very interesting to know. I don't think science knows. Honestly, it when you... It, if you ask anyone, I love asking this when I, I, I homeschool and um, I emphasize in science, and I'll ask the, the uh, junior high kids I homeschool, how much do we know about human biological processes? How much do we know about the human body? The kids will guess, oh, 100% or 80% or 50%. Science understands less than 1% of all biological processes. So mitosis, take for instance, cell division. How does a cell actually divide? They honestly don't know. They know it divides, but they don't know how. So what effect does masks and this buildup of acid, which affects the gut microbiome, and there's a direct connection between the gut and the brain, what is that doing to the brain? We don't know. Does prolonged mask wearing contribute to depression or anxiety? We don't know. Does prolonged mask wearing contribute to dementia or Alzheimer's? We honestly don't know those questions. So we basically don't have informed consent. And if they're forcing us to do these medical interventions without informed consent, that absolutely violates our our antecedent, unalienable, God-given rights. So... Um, yeah, you can learn more. What they do know, there's four um, decent studies. Uh, you can go to vashiva.com slash masks. And again, that's V as in Victor, um, A as in America. So vashiva, S-H-I-V-A. So vashiva.com slash masks. And there he's, it's about an hour and a half, but he goes over all of the most uh, current studies, um, basically, um, there's just no concrete evidence that cloth masks stop um, viral transmission just because of the size of the virus. The only one that does a half-decent job is an N95 mask, which is not recommended to be worn more than an hour at a time, and it is not recommended for women that are pregnant or for children. Uh, it just seems as though people have lost their minds, though, because my, my father-in-law is a, um, a retired physician. And, you know, that's, that's stuff that we had talked about in the past. It's just that you don't wear those masks. You replace those masks constantly. You walk into a school now, uh, you know, and you'll see kids. They're just all snotty and wearing the, the masks are not even on. Right. It's just it almost seems like people have lost their ever loving minds to think that that is somehow effective, even like at. You know, you know, watch sporting events where they require, you know, the NBA guys sitting next to each other wear a mask, but then they go out on the floor and they're breathing heavy, you know, slobber all over each other, and they don't have to have a mask. It's like there's not really any science. Right. It's just all so right. much subjectivity that is uh, being, um, you know, fueled by emotion and and not. Like we said, there's something um, there's something spiritual, obviously, about um, control. Um, Satan wanting to confuse and cause disruption 
And, you know, it certainly has done that. And who would have ever thought that something that we, at one point at least, could have some semblance of trust in healthcare, um, not necessarily the method of delivering it and, and paying for it, but you'd think we at least have some semblance of trust in that. But even that is at an all-time low now. Um, and just like it is with almost every other arena in terms of, um, you know, our trust, our trust of, of public officials, right, our trust right, of the healthcare right. profession, our trust right. of, of certainly of uh, elected officials, and it goes on and on and on. And so when parents are stepping up, they're saying, we don't trust anyone except ourselves, and you guys are not looking out for the best of our, um, for our, our kids. Um, I'm just very grateful for what you're doing, and we'll, we'll go with this final segment into a couple of other angles um, with it. Folks, we're, we're speaking with an individual in Anchorage now that is very interested in um, helping to hold some of the school board members accountable regarding these mask mandates, and we'll be right back here on I'm Glad You Said, I'm glad you said That with our final segment. Jim Minery, um, we're speaking um, uh, anonymously, anonymously with uh, an individual who's very concerned about the mask mandates in the Anchorage School District. Of course, people are concerned about the mask mandates all over the country as well as um, across the state of Alaska, and there's all sorts of lawsuits that are being filed. Um, the, the group that you can check out is called Learn, Play, Breathe on Facebook. That's one way to get a hold of them. You can also get a hold of them through a direct line, which is 907 907- Six nine one six nine two eight, and the idea is that if enough parents speak up, it's kind of like what happened in uh, in Virginia and New Jersey this last round. You know, I mean, mama bears and and parents that are saying enough is enough, and so what what they're doing is trying to hold these individual school board members who have required uh, kids as young as five and four and five to uh, to wear masks for up to 10 hours a day that not only have not been proven at all to be helpful, but actually um, have been shown in many studies to be harmful. Um, but let's talk about the affidavit parties just so we can uh, make sure that people are aware of that. Explain to folks what that is and, and how that's played out. Yeah, so if folks want to call that phone number, the 907 907- Six nine one six nine two eight. That's where they'll get more information. Um, every Sunday we, at four p.m., we have um, what we're calling affidavit parties. Um, we have a party uh, every Sunday, and that's um, helping to empower and to organize um, our parents. Because um, there's a lot. So with litigation, again, it's not something that you just do. Oh, in three hours, and we're done. Um, there's a lot of preparatory work, and the average lawyer um, charges $400 an hour. So there's actually a lot that parents can do. And you don't have to be a parent. You don't have to have a child that has these symptoms. If you just want to get involved, it can be anybody. Um, from what I understand, you do have to be an American citizen. I'm not 100% sure on that, but um, as long as you're a U.S. citizen and you want to be involved in just trying to nip in the bud, um, government overreach, uh, just call that number and you can join our affidavit party. And, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely serious. Well, now I'm, I'm looking on this other article again. I mean, it, it's, it's obviously was an attack article like most of the stuff at the Anchorage Press 
is typically, but it does have information. You have had some feedback on it in a good manner from that. Um, but uh, actually, the, yeah, yeah, that. Thank you, because that I think that thing, that article, I haven't even had time to read. I've been so swamped with parents from that article actually <laughs> wanting to get involved. So I, I think it actually they shot themselves in the foot. So I, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Anchorage Press because that was just like tons, tons of free advertising. So that was awesome. Well, yeah, and they mentioned the uh, the guy that's the road. I guess it's the Blue Alaska, and there's all sorts of uh, guesses as to who that might be. You know, tied to. Forrest Dunbar or Berkowitz or who knows who, but anyway, it's out there. And uh, it says that the flyer has been posted at the Anchorage Public Library and shared in the Alaska Parents' Rights and Education Alaskans for Children's Right to Breathe Facebook groups. Is that a different one, the, the Alaskans for Children's Right to Breathe Facebook, or are they just confusing the name that you have already given, which is... Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I You know, like I said, I don't really do social media, um, but the little that I've seen, I, I've kind of seen that flyer um, all over. So um, I guess the word's getting out. So, yeah. Well, that's wonderful. So what is... Let's just pretend that uh, that this plays out just exactly the way you want it to. Tell folks, you know, kind of give them a a prediction if if you could uh, if you could set the future just the way you wanted with this whole process. How would it look? Um, well, my prediction is that um, this this uh, so this blessed email that uh, uh, Dina Bishop. Um, Dr. Dina Bishop sent out on Monday. If you reread, if you're a parent and you got that email, um, reread that first sentence and read it closely because you will see it's just a proposal. This whole thing about the masks going away February 28th is nothing. They did this to us in December, early January. If you recall, go back in your email thread, Dina Bishop said, hey, no masks. January 3rd, and then there was a power grab between the school board and Dina Bishop or whatever, and the school board said, no, we will make that determination. So they said, we're going to make that determination on January 14th. Well, here comes January 14th, and, and the school board says, oh, we think you still need to be wearing these masks. So um, I have parents, they don't even want to tell their child, hey, you won't have to wear a mask. And then the whole question of why are they waiting until the 28th? I think That's this right. is a bluff. This is a bluff. And we will be showing up at every Anchorage School Board meeting. Um, call that number. Go to the website. You can see when all their meetings are. We're going to be out in front of 5530 East Northern Lights. Every um, And there's a school board meeting tonight. <laughs> so we're going to be out there just educating um, because you can either be educated or you can be enslaved, and we just need to step up those parents that are ready, that are done. Um, go to the Facebook page or go uh, call that phone number, 6907-691-6928. Okay, so tell us about the story. We have uh, only four minutes left. Um, tell us the story that we talked a little uh, about offline regarding some of the just really bizarre things <sighs> that are on the schools. It's just, you know, I, my yeah. kids are in private school, so I don't have to worry about that. But I still am a big fan of making the public schools as um, as 
as as good as we can. And it certainly is not anywhere close to that right now on so many different levels. But what, what share some of those stories that will get people even more fired up. Yeah, you know, um, so again, these are, I have to say they're reported because it's the child telling the parent and the parent is telling me or telling one of us that's involved with this movement. Um, so there was a child, I'll keep the school unnamed, um, it was in their gym class, and for their exercise that day, the gym teacher said, hey, everyone, we're going to play a game called Vax Tag, mm. like vaccine, Vax Tag. So w- the rules were you run around, and I don't know if they're in masks. I, I guess they'd probably be in masks running, so that's a whole nother can of worms. So you run around, yeah. and you pretend your index finger is a needle. And then you try to jab someone in their arm. If you tag them, if you vax tag them, the child has to raise their hand and put their fingers in the letter V. I've been vaccinated. I'm sorry. There's some psychological undertones to this game. And the the child was very upset about that and just didn't like the way it felt. So... These children are being put in positions, you know, being asked by some of the teachers, not all of them, but by some of the teachers reportedly being asked, raise your hand if you've been vaccinated or raise your hand if you're not vaccinated. This should not even be an issue. This is an egregious violation of our God-given antecedent unalienable rights, and this needs to be heard um, at the legislative level, which we're trying to do to get public hearing for these parents and uh, to be presented in front of the State Board of Education. That's one of our other goals. Well, it, it sure seems like you would have a number of allies in Juneau. Um, I know, uh, you know, many who would come on board in, in exactly what you are doing uh, on a statewide level to to at least advance the topic. We don't have the ability right now, unfortunately, because, and I always like to, as often as I can, bring up the fact that Kelly Merrick in Eagle River and um, Louise Stutes down in um in Kodiak are two folks that, that ended up giving away the farm this time to those who were not elected in the majority, and now the Democrats control the committees. And so we don't really get to have the kind of hearings that we would typically have after we just elected a, a Republican majority for the third legislative session in a row. And it just seems that every cycle we give away the power that we can't play in the sandbox, and that's really frustrating. So we don't have that ability, although they can still introduce legislation. So it kind of seems like something that at some point will will gain traction. But like you said, right now, th- there's no way to to, um, to identify exactly where we're at because it's such a moving target. And to me, it's all about politics for them. They're, they're monitoring everything to make sure that uh, what does the public feel about what we're doing? And they're going to get as far as much a, a, away with what they can um, until they get uh, their fingers burnt and then they pull back a little bit. But it's not based on science. It's not based on on what's best for the kids. It's based on how best to keep them in power. It's just so bizarre. Right. And, right. Um, it's about, it's about power, profit, and control. Those are the Amen. three that's what it's about. So we just need to stand up for, you know, we need to stand up for the truth. We need to stand up for our freedom. And we need to stand up for our health. So call that number, Amen. go to the Facebook page. Yep. 
Yep, and in God we trust, and we, we, uh, we have 20 seconds left. Give that number one more time before we close out. You bet. Uh, 907-691-6928. Again, 907-691-6928. All right, guys. God bless. Thanks for tuning in today, and good luck to you and all your endeavors. God bless you, and really appreciate you on the show today.